From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are, and this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those off your lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter, at LonJeremy. Check out my website, jeremylalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, do all the things... Leave comments on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping more ears tuning in and all that. And if you like the show, please check out the others in the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 85, and I am joined by our family friend, Noah Fine, who is a musician. You can go to Bandcamp and type in Noah Fine, check out his album uh, if, uh, if you'd like to. It would be lovely if you, uh, you previewed it and you like it. Well, why don't you buy it? And we're joined by our kids, uh, his daughter Ava, my son Ephraim, and uh, and another friend of theirs, Jackson. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. All right, so we're watching Masters of the Universe. We have a big group here, so I'll go around. Uh, we'll introduce ourselves and say if you've seen the movie or not. I'm Jeremy. I have not seen the movie. I'm Ephraim. I have not seen the movie. I'm Jackson. I have definitely not seen the movie. <laughs> I'm Annie, and I've definitely not seen the movie. I'm Ava, and I have not seen the movie. <laughs> I'm Noah, and I have seen the movie. So. Noah is our... is the, So you you picked this. Yes. Why did you pick this? Um, well, it, I have fond memories of this movie from when I was a kid, and I saw it in the theaters. And I had the DVD, and I wanted to... Uh, I, I just got it. It was, you know, like a buck or something. I just saw it somewhere, and I grabbed it. And uh, I so wanted, we're hoping, I we're praying that this disc actually works. <laughs> right, it's it hasn't been watched yet. So. Yeah. So you haven't watched it since you were like a kid, maybe? Not since it came. Not since in the theaters when it came out. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, so you? Oh, great. That's great. So it's kind of new for you a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. I, I as a kid, because I think that the as an experiment, I think it's an interesting experiment because, as a kid seeing it for the first time, we'll we'll get their their impressions of the movie. Yeah, and see if it was, if it's in line with what my impressions were when I was a kid, as opposed to my impressions now. And I'm I'm curious to see whether I'm still going to think it's good or not. I yeah, he he. You said it was '84 the movie. I, I don't know exactly. We can look it up after. Yeah. But I think because He Man for me came right at like because I was born in '81, so He Man came just as I was probably a bit too young. Okay. I was on the other side, of it, but I definitely had He-Man action figures. I think we still have some, right, Eve? Yes. The originals? Or the- yeah, I got the one. It's got a chest plate that if you hit it, it, it moves a bit, and then it looks like it's got a scar on it. Okay. And then you hit it again, it has two scratches. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. So I had the, I had the, the tiger. Uh, I can't remember the name. Um, and my cousins, my older cousins all had, battle, like... Battle Cat. Yeah, Battle Cat. Uh, my older cousins <laughs> all had, like, Skeletor's Fortress and stuff like that. I had that. So they had all those toys. So I got to play with those. But so I came on just the end. Yeah. I remember the cartoon show, but I think I I'm almost entirely sure there's no way I saw this movie. But once I start watching it, maybe I'll cue in. So what? Do, let's go around. What do you guys know about He Man? That I think this movie's gonna be really cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Evie's Ephraim's 
expectations of this movie are super low. Why? Because it, it's an old movie, and the cover of it looks really cheesy, because it has mm-hmm. these big guns, like, two meters long. The cover art does does make it look... It's, it's like He-Man with, like, New York City behind him. Yeah. And he's holding a, a giant modern gun. So it, it does it does set a certain tone. Jackson, what do you know well, about He-Man? Keep an open mind, Ify. I think you might be surprised. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I've only seen a couple of, like... The shows of He-Man. Cartoon? Cartoon. And, but I don't know much about him. I think it's going to be like a superhero movie, kind of. Okay. And Annie, what do you know about He-Man? Anything? No. Nothing. Ava? All I know is that he has a sister named She-Ra. That's true. He has a sister named She-Ra. Same. And apparently she was almost going to be in this movie. I saw a documentary about it recently on Netflix. Okay. And originally She-Ra was supposed to be in this movie, and then they... They saved her for the sequel that never happened. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, I guess we'll have lots to talk about after. So let's just dive in. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Okay. So we just finished. I'd like to start with the kids. <laughs> Not you, though, because I know what you're going to say. Right, Ava, what do you think? First impression. Come on over and be nice and loud. Good. Well, you have to say more than good. Um. <laughs> what did you like about it? What I didn't like was I didn't like seeing his boobs. That must have sucked to have having to um. To um, wear that outfit. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. A- you guys shuffle closer. A- every day. Yeah, literally that's all he Dolph Lindgren had to wear was basically a thong and a cape. And sometimes he had the cape. For the whole uh, third act, he did not have a cape. It was just that in some kind of, um, how would you describe that? Like a, Jeez. not a belt, but I was like, what do you call it? The things that yeah. hold swords. Oh, yeah. Like Those, a sheath? Like a sheath, like a holster. Right. Some kind of a holster around. In his back. <laughs> uh... That said, Dolph Lundgren is ripped. That man mm-hmm. is... It looks, yeah, they it look, had to show that off. That's the whole point, right? Yeah, it looks like he's wearing, like, leather armor, but that's just his skin. Yeah, I had a friend in grade three that had a He-Man costume that was just a fake one like that. That made him look like that, you know? Like yeah. A Halloween but, costume. But that was actually Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Uh, which is basically the only talent he has, <coughs> is looking like that. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, let's go over. So, Annie, what do you think? I'm good. What would you like about it? I liked all of it. You liked all of it? Is your new favorite movie? Yes. I don't think so. Really? What did you like about it? Mm. Was there any parts or characters you really liked? Uh-huh. Who'd you like? He, he man's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> he man's boobs, your favorite character? All right, moving on. Jackson. Characters. It was pretty good. Uh, some parts are funny, and I really liked He man a lot. Yeah, what did you like about He-Man? Really strong. You like that he's really strong? Yeah. Okay. What about his boobs? Okay. <laughs> I, think we've, I, I think we've covered his boobs. He pushed over that pole. That topic has been... He pushed over the pole, yeah. Well, we, what we get into He-Man? Ephraim? Same. It was a copy of Return of the Jedi. In what ways? A lot. Yeah. At the beginning and at the end. Like what? What, what parts? Um... How in the beginning, like, 
Darth Vader like waits for the Emperor and it's like Skeletor. No, it's like that. Girl, Skeletor. Girl character waits for Skeletor. Oh, the sorcerer. Yeah. Is that what was a sorcerer? See, yeah. I don't remember there being like laser guns in He Man. In the cartoon, yeah, they they, do they did. Yeah. See, that's just my faulty memory of of uh, of it then, because that's something that seemed off to me. But then again, I don't. So when did the cartoon? So the movie came out in eighty seven. I looked it up. Oh, you looked it up. Okay. Um, the director of the film, uh, Gary Goddard, has made. This is what else this guy makes. He makes like the videos that go go before theme park rides. Really? That's all LT's done. So, so this was the, this the, was his the one, height of his career? This is the height of his career. This is the one movie they gave him, and wow. then after this, they're like, no. That was it. You uh, <laughs> you got your one chance, and you did not do so well. This did not turn into a new Star Wars franchise. Yeah, hmm. there's a lot of um, Star Wars stuff. There's even one part, it looked like almost the sword glowed like a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. At one point, there was a weird... And the ending in particular, when Skeletor falls down that chasm... Is very reminiscent of uh, the Emperor. I, I thought they stole some elements from Superman also, which was very popular at that time. The music is super music, Superman-esque. Yeah. Well, Superman would have been, what, 79? Or was it 77 as well? I don't think it was the same year as Star Wars. I think it was a little later. It would have been early 80s. Right. The music felt very reminiscent of uh, the Superman score, for sure. Mm-hmm. But the, the, how they had... Yes, I know. They were the, just the, jealous. How they had the sorceress was in that... That thing, she was trapped in the force field. That kind of reminded me of, of yeah. Superman 2, some of the special effects. Did they have to pay because they copied Superman and Star Wars? Do they have to pay for copying things? Yeah. No, they're just bad people. Yeah, I, I bet I'm going to find them. But, You're going to find them? Hold on a second, though, but I mean, that's an interesting question because they, they took elements from it. They took yeah. little things from it, but nothing... That you could that crossed the line. No, you know, like they would have had to use a name or a, lo- a specific location or something to really be. No, I mean you could call it an homage, really, if you want mm-hmm. to. Now at this point, it's four years after Return of the Jedi, right? Uh, but just even just Skeletor's. Um, that was the troops. state of the art. That was the state of the art in movies at the time, and they're like, okay, we're gonna we want to make a sci-fi movie and. There wasn't. There weren't as many ways to do the special effects. Yeah. Right. You had to go to the few people that knew how to do that stuff, and. Oh yeah, and th- and this is the stuff the way it looked, right? Even just uh, the the little lightning bolts that are going around He Man and whoever Skeletor is zapping, it's very much reminiscent of like the Force lightning, mm-hmm. you know. So they're just really developing these techniques. What else? What Any else? other thoughts, guys? Ava. Was it, did you find it scary at all or too violent maybe I thought it was no. a lot more violent than I remembered it being not violent uh, it wasn't too violent for you not violent before. compared to movies you watch now my mom wouldn't let me watch that <laughs> great I'm so glad uh, you, you stopped by Jackson uh, what, what would you compare the, like, uh, just, so this movie is now 30 years old Mm-hmm. Um, Thirty-one. Yeah, roughly. Uh, so, what what what's the difference between movies like this and movies that you watch now? Can you know? Can is there a noticeable difference for you guys? It's really blurry. It's very yeah. blurry. The image is not as crisp. Yeah, the image isn't as crisp. Yeah, now they film everything with these HD cameras and stuff. I guess. 
Yeah. Well, it's definitely got a grainy, darker, darker visual oh, to totally, it. Totally, Like black and white at the beginning. Was it black and white? I don't yeah. think it was. Okay. Ify, was yeah. it cheesy? You thought you were worried that it was going to be cheesy. Not that as much as I thought. There was a lot of eating cheese. There was a lot of eating cheese? I missed all of those scenes. Um, well, um, the way <laughs> that was it cheesy... Was because um, was because what's it called? Um, they they were like um, what are you laughing about? Yeah, special effects. Like when they when they got those flying saucer things floating through the sky, that that looked pretty fake. All the special effects are pretty. No, they just. Edited, they just like drew something out and then pasted it onto the scene. Yeah, they rotoscoped it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, uh, was there an actor that you recognized in that movie? No. He no. ran. No? <laughs> the actor who played the police detective was also, uh, his name is James Tolkien. Mm-hmm. He played uh, the principal in the Back oh, to the Future movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would have been like, he would have been a big name for them in this movie, because it's really just, because Courtney Cox uh, was would have been a discovery role. I don't think she would have done much before this. Um, and then he, and then I guess, so you've got Frank Langella, who is unrecognizable in this movie. Right. You literally never see his face. Uh, you, you barely even recognize his, uh, he's the one who plays Skeletor, guys. Uh, you barely even recognize his voice. Uh, and he's probably the most acclaimed actor in terms of being a serious actor that's in this movie, and it's... <laughs> and he, he's actually really good. I mean, the way, he's a, he, the way he delivers his lines in this movie, I thought, was, was quite powerful. Well, he's the only good actor in this movie. I mean, really. You know, so he, everyone else is kind of just... It, it feels like everyone else is... They're, they're, they're doing the first or second take of every performance. There's not a lot going on. The boyfriend's terrible. They got... Is it David or... Mm-hmm. Whatever the boyfriend's name is? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of nuance to the performance where Skeletor is probably definitely the most interesting. Has got I, the most I actually going liked on. the guy that played Man-at-Arms. He was pretty good. Who's Man-at-Arms? He was the dad. There was Tila. And oh, oh, yeah, he was good. He, he was, was fine. Actually, like... He had he had a few good lines like I liked that scene. His where name was just Man at Arms, Man of Arms or Man at Arms. I think he's you're right. The, he's one of the classic key man characters. That's just his name though. He doesn't have like a name other than that. I, I remember that scene in the credits. He he did have another name, but that yeah, I, I, that that was that was his military name, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things. Like at one point they allude to the fact that I guess they're all vegetarians. Yeah, when it, when they're eating the ribs and. and that was ahead of its time, the the because veg- vegetarianism wasn't really a big thing in that. No, they're all they're all surprised that we're, that we were barbarians eating uh, eating animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were joking because they eat quite a bit of fried chicken in the movie that they should have had a, a KFC tie-in, but then they had a Burger King, a really brief Burger King one. Yeah. So they the must cups which he puts in the sink. The cups in the in the yeah. burger. So they must have had. I bet you if we looked back and you you looked on eBay, I bet you could find. Uh, Toys from Burger King that were He-Man at the time. Ah. Yeah. So, so product placement was a thing all the way, even back then. It would have just been starting around that time, I'm sure. So it was more, it was more subtle. Whereas now, yeah, totally. It's very much. It, whenever they do a product placement, it's always like 
very it's a little more subtle obvious. back then it well, would have well well I don't know, it depends they try you try to integrate it as much as you can mm-hmm. but the, the thing that I mean he he man itself though is just pure I mean the whole thing was designed around toys was it not yeah, yeah. like there was Mattel was trying to sell these toys that they made and so they made a cartoon and then this came out of the cartoon right so all of it is just to sell toys but it's interesting, like, this is definitely a low-budget movie for this kind, because really all they've got is they've got that one big set, the interior of Castle Grayskull, and then and then the uh, the locksmith guy's little cave, which is another set. But everything else just takes place in Earth. Earth. Mm-hmm. So that way they didn't have to build anything. Although it looks like it's all on a back lot. Um, but still, it's like it's pretty... Wait, what's a back lot? A back lot... Is uh, studios kind of build fake streets oh, and whatnot, okay. so that way they can control. So it looks like a street, but that way they can they can have fires. You can control. It. You don't have to worry about people walking by, as opposed to s- shooting on real locations. I thought. Yeah, the, there was well, no, I thought when Skeletor, really? when you yeah. see Skeletor, I, you can kind of see the mask because you can kind of see like the real skin under his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the makeup job wasn't great. Yeah. Also, his lips didn't move very well, did they? Yeah, they're just you're just like high and then they're kind of. Yeah, but he was very expressive with his eyes. I know. Yeah, which that was all he had control of. Um, that um, that like, what's his name? The little guy. Um, Wildor. Um, he was like a Wildor. He was probably a puppet. No, no, that was a real no, guy. That, that, was, was, that would have been like someone someone like no, who played no, one of the Ewoks. No, but, no, but his, they put a mask on. Yeah. The mask, yeah, that's what oh, you mean yeah, by it. Yeah, he, well, same, very same as Skeletor, it would have yeah. been the same technique. It would have been a, a mask. Same thing, his lips didn't move very well no, either. No, no, they, they, they move like this. We can't see that. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. podcast. It, it's like, it's like very little. Like, yeah. if he's like yelling, it would be like his lips was, were really close together. But he was good too. I mean, he yeah, was the comic, he was the comic relief of the movie, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was funny. So, so despite that movie being, um, did you say 30 years old now? 30, uh, yeah, 30-ish, a little 30 older. It, it still can I mean, I'm, I'm curious about your opinions, guys, like the, the kids here. It's still a good movie, right? I mean, compared to the movies yeah. that are coming out now. Yes. Would you watch that again? Mm, maybe not. <laughs> well, if that was the only movie we had. <laughs> if, if it was between but that it, and staring at a wall, you would watch it again. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I so here, here's a question I'm going to ask you guys having just seen this. What was hap- what was the story of the movie? Oh. Did you guys catch what let's the story? Get a, let's get a recap it, but what happened in the movie? Like, how did it start? Um, so, uh, the, um, so, so it started in, like, a, whatever that place is called. Eternia? Yeah, yeah. What a oh, terrible yeah, yeah. name for a planet. Anyway, continue. Uh, um and and then and then they just see in a galaxy skeleton. far far away, right? Huh? Yeah, a galaxy. It's another far- galaxy. <laughs> and and they um and then they're like and, and then it shows the sculpture stuff and then it's like Star a copy of Star Wars and then it just goes to that burger or no I mean uh, ribs and whatever. But why were they all there? Did you catch any of that? How did they get to Earth? Uh, because. Ooh, um, they, they use that like time that the key. Yeah, the key, the key, and and, and they and they t- had a, like a portal. And they to went by Earth. accident, right? That was yeah. like, they really yeah. didn't want to go to Earth. But that's where it was confusing. It was all just kind of they were explaining a lot of. Stuff. It was all very expositional in the sense that you're 
you're just being told stuff. Because what it basically happened was that Castle Grayskull is He-Man's kingdom or where he lives. And Skeletor had just taken it over. Right. So they were trying to get it back. Oh, I get it. Yeah, but here's the thing. To your point, to your credit of you guys not getting that, that was all just stuff the movie told us. They didn't show it to us. Right. So that's why it's How did they tell us? They, they drop you right in the middle of the... Right at the height of the action. Well, I would argue they 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 drop you right way after. way after the height of the action yeah. because they couldn't afford to show the height of the action. It's I, you know what? <laughs> One of the things for me when I saw that movie, I was ten years old, and I had been raised on He Man. So yeah, I had been watching the cartoons for years and collecting all the toys. I had the Castle Grayskull, all the action figures. So when I went to see that movie, I was emotionally invested before I got in there. Right. I was like, couldn't wait to see it. And we were so excited that, that our cartoon, our favorite cartoon, was going to get a live action movie. Yeah. And of course we were concerned oh. that they weren't going to do it justice because they always seemed to mess those things up back in the day. Like the, Whoever the directors, it sometimes felt like they didn't even look at the source material. And they right. were just making up their own vision. And so... Um, I, this was one of the ones where they they actually did a good job of of being true to it. Like they kept all the characters, right? Beastman and yeah, and Evelyn and everything was it was pretty much intact. And then they they added this new element of He Man. Well, first of all, it's like you said, it started after Castle Grayskull had been conquered by Skeletor, and we had been watching you know three four seasons of however many seasons of the cartoon. Skeletor had never been able to do that. And at the very beginning of the movie, he you start off, he's already won. And then they also introduce the element of going to the earth, which never happened in the in the cartoons. So that's so the difference. Did that bother you as a kid or was that exciting Actually, that they came was, to Earth? It was really cool because they're coming to your place. They gave they gave they gave you something new and added a lot to that it, that mythology that in we any way it was easier for them to film. No, but but, but no it makes a that's, really good that's true. It, 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 so that worked out in their favor, but to Noah's point, so how old were you when you went to see in the theater? Ten. Ten. So about your age, guys, a little bit a little bit older. Right, so imagine if you were like, what's your favorite cartoon, Jackson, or favorite show you watch? Uh, probably Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Okay, Ephraim? Teen Titans. So there you go. So now this is already happening. You guys have already gotten the Teen Titans movie. It just came out yeah. last summer. Oh, they're doing a live action one, too. But they're doing a t- live action TV show. Oh, That's far more adult. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Don't, you don't need to repeat what you heard in the trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you didn't show me the trailer. You just told me. That's true. Okay, like, okay, let's move on. So, but just imagine, imagine though, there was a live podcast. action version of Teen Titans coming out. Oh, yay! That's that'd be pretty so exciting, amazing. right? This is like But wouldn't math. that be pretty exciting? It's What's like that? math. What's that? Oh, you're, you're, I mean, the, the oh, waveform? Annie's watching the waveform. She's saying it's like math. But wouldn't that be exciting for you <laughs> to watch a live action Teen Titans movie? Uh, well, not really, because, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. But I'm, I'm how, what if they made a live action of Captain Underpants? Um, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> they're, they're poo-pooing that. They're like, no, no, Captain Underpants has reached peak awesome with cartoons. Uh, anyway, Noah's just trying to set the stage for how he walk, walked into this movie and where, where he was at, where it's like, it's, it's all this stuff that he'd always seen, and then they took it to the next level, where Skeletor has now beaten He-Man. Um, but also, it's like... You don't really get a sense of. I mean, here's here's an interesting question. Describe. I I, I, I thought that 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 castle thingy, whatever. Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Was Skeletor's 
See, that's just it. Never was. They didn't show it to me. Yeah, that's right. But Gray Skull, Skeletor, you gotta, those things do go together. But so I think that's the one thing. But so then the, the, the challenge of this movie watching it now, if you don't know anything with He Man, is it's really hard to get into it yeah. because you need yeah. you need the history of the show to kind of set it up. Yeah, we should have made them watch all all, all four seasons. seasons of the cartoon before. before the movie. I've oh, I know why they haven't. Oh, you have seen all four seasons? Okay, yeah. so Jackson, you were pretty much you were invested. Yeah. You actually had the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a question. Describe the character of He-Man without saying he's strong. What else can you say about He-Man? And don't, don't, he... don't mention booby, boobs. No man that, boobs. That he's, he's pretty that he's smart. more than halfway naked. He's smart? Yeah. What about He-Man? What did he do that was smart? Like, he would always try to, like, trick them. Like, he was smart mm-hmm. by tricking. Okay, that's a like good, good, good strategy. Yeah. fighting. Because yeah. no, no one made a good observation. That Kevin we're... guy was smart. Kevin? Yeah, I guess. Noah made an interesting observation that it's like, He-Man didn't really do anything strong until he pushed that statue over. He was just kind of a regular guy. I can tell they edited a lot of that movie, some of the movie. Edited stuff out? Yeah. Yeah, probably. They do that with almost every movie. There's scenes that don't work or you realize you don't need. Um, Oh, I think there was a lot for that movie. (laughs) Do they have any deleted scenes on the... uh... Oh, I have to look. We'll have to check that. I'll have to check that out. It's hard to say because a lot of times they wouldn't exist now. It's not like they're just sitting on a hard drive. They probably they're harder to track down for older movies like that. Yeah, would they would they save that stuff? Would they hang on to those for this movie? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think uh, I'd be shocked if there was deleted scenes on this on this. But we'll check it out after. Uh, What else? Anything else? Do you think they should reboot He-Man and, and start a new franchise? I, they are. Well, I are mean, they? I, I know they're doing a new She-Ra cartoon. Oh, that's starting oh soon. wait. I've seen a couple of them. I, 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 know, I, know why, I know why um, I know why they cut the um, they like cut the, what's it called? The, the, the He-Man cartoons after that movie. Why? Because it was so bad. Because the movie was so bad. <laughs> but I thought you'd said it was good. No, 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 no. Um, like I bet a few years later they're like, um, wait, oh, never mind. Was it considered a flop at the time? <sighs> that I don't know. It must not have done too well because they didn't make any more. Yeah. I guess. So that's probably why they stopped making the cartoon. That and also they kind of allude to Skeletor dying at the end. Well, so yeah, he falls in the pit. So what's the next story? Because yeah. uh, he's really the only main villain in that world. So once you dispatch a Skeletor, there's wait, not a wait, lot. Wait, 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 wait. I, um, how, how, wait, how does this work? They destroy Skeletor, and, and the next thing that you know is that it is um that that the whole um the whole place is clean, everything, and none of those other. Things well, what was the Keymaster's name again? Um, Wildor? Wildor. He made some, when he was sending uh, Courtney Cox back, he made some reference to how I can send you anywhere in time. Right. Just casually drops that in. Yeah, yeah. And then sends her back to the day her parents died so that she could well, well, save he says, them. He says, I can send you anywhere back in time. And then and they're like, no, don't worry about it. And then just as they're walking into the portal, Courtney Cox turns around and she's like, 
Send us back in time. Ah, no. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. I missed that. Okay. So I was like, okay. I was going to say because she, he totally did that with other consent. But then, then he did because he would have had programmed it before she even said that. Oh, it's true. He did it anyway. Oh, what a guy. That's yeah. not okay. He knew she would she had, want it. You know, the pain she had went through, accepting her parents' death. And that other moment. So there's a moment halfway through where the movie wants us to believe that Courtney Cox's character is so stupid that she's going to believe that her mother is suddenly alive again and, and just happened to know where she was at that moment in time to show up in that alley. I don't know. But then her story was consistent. Her, the, the mom was like... We're, we went undercover, and we're looking for that key. I understand that, but that's after she had lured her out into this dark alley. Yeah. It's just, so she, yeah, you, you yeah, think I, that she I, should I have probably... Be- yeah. I, I knew from the beginning of when, when you see her yeah. that, that it's... That it's um, so, someone from the back yeah, side that... Yeah. Yeah, but I just, I just... Her character was smarter throughout the movie. It was just one of those moments I look at, and it's like, that's something that they needed to happen... So they made her character a little dumber in that moment yeah. to facilitate it. For yeah, a second. I mean, it's possible that if, if your mom died that you'd be willing to believe that. That you, you would want it to be you'd true. You'd want so it to be true. That you would let yourself fall for that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Well, it's Jackson, what do you got? I thought, you know, the part when she tricks her and disguises herself as her mom? Yeah. I thought for a second, you know, at the start when they just get, like, Kevin and those guys, I thought it was, like, the girl that she was talking to in the restaurant. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, I thought that too. Oh, right, her friend in the restaurant. Ah, that was in the alley? You didn't think it was her mom? Yeah, I thought it was her for a second, because she was like... Because they look similar? Yeah. Ah, that makes sense. Right? Probably is the same actor. I don't know, I think it was the same actor. But we could look that up. We could have. Um, I, I thought another interesting element of the movie was the, the connection with music. Music was a, played a part in that. Yeah. Right? You know, like the, the tones, the, how he needed to create the tones in the key in order to uh, create the portals. Yeah. And, and then the, the whole scene in the, in the music shop where all the instruments are getting destroyed and all the acoustic guitars are getting smashed. Yeah, you guys got very upset when that happened. <laughs> There's that one shot where they literally destroy a row of acoustic guitars. Yeah, yeah. Which I can only assume were not proper acoustic guitars the way they broke so easily. You'd yeah, have to throw someone pretty hard for those to shatter the way they did. I think they were designed to be broken. So don't worry. They had some. They had some good looking, like antique, really nice looking guitars that weren't destroyed, and they were. You could still see them in the scene, but they didn't destroy those ones. Yeah, yeah. I think those ones were designed <laughs> to be smashed. Breakaway, breakaway guitars. Um, so if you were to watch it, so if they were to remake He-Man, a new He-Man, would you go see it? Better. Better? What would you want to see? You'd probably get more of it. I would go see it. What's that? If it was better, then I would go see it. You said you loved it. (laughs) You're just turning, turning tired over here. Well, I imagine now you'd have to make it more of an origin movie. So you'd have to have all the context. You'd have to set it up as a first yeah, one. Yeah, I've got all four seasons of the TV show. Yeah. Any, right. fi- any final thoughts, Ava? <gasps> no? You're done? <laughs> Wait, one more. Um, I like the part when the two people were kissing and then they went and used that thing to grab the... He stole his chicken? 
I'm glad that happened because I was worried at first that he was like licking his lips at the fact that they were making out. I didn't see the, yeah, the that bucket. Was kinda creepy, that was kind of creepy. That was really creepy. Wait, what? There. I thought, what? Well, it was the. <laughs> I, keep, I, I keep wanting to call him Gimli because he reminded me of the guy from Lord of the Rings. Uh, when he was watching a couple making out in the car, he started licking his lips, and I didn't notice the bucket of chicken and ribs. <laughs> so I thought he was doing that at the couple. I was like, oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then it was. Then he stole their, their dinner. They're, uh, they're car- lunch. Car- that character. Oh, I like the part when when he just like slurped the yeah the, 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 the rib sauce yeah beard. yeah he chugged that that he, that character was 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 critical for that movie for the comedy really that was probably oh yeah but also plot wise that he drank yeah. he was the most important character in that daddy, movie daddy yeah. daddy that was probably apple juice that he drank it was pretty thick I don't think it would have been apple juice it probably would have just been rib sauce I'm sure that actor was like sure I'll chug some rib sauce. Or maybe caramel. I don't think it was caramel. Well, why would you make him chug something thicker and sugarier? No, it would probably... I mean, rib sauce is not that hard to chug, to drink. I'm sure it was just... What does it taste like? Good. It's like barbecue sauce. Oh. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's just a sauce. <laughs> would you do it, I don't know what you, what you would substitute that with. That wouldn't... It's still edible. <laughs> Usually in movies, they only they only change it up if it's something that's not normally edible. Oh, yeah. Like blood is usually... It looks like the, the, the Swiss chalet dipping sauce to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was that kind of which people would. I'm sure that it actor would love to drink chocolate, that. Chocolate, light chocolate. It was light not chocolate. chocolate. All right, we're getting way off topic here. So, All right. are you saying they don't? They don't usually switch it up. Like if it's your sauce. Depending if it's something that's edible, or the it, they'll just do what it really is. If it's something that's edible, they'll often do what it really is. Unless it's the kind of thing that to, to eat it over and over again would be bad for your health or or really sugary or that kind of thing. You might switch it up to something that's not so so bad, but something like rib sauce. I'm sure. Also, that guy, like, I'm sure they had one take of that because they would have had to wreck that that mask. Yeah, they would have had a separate mask for that shot. And, and it didn't look like he drank any of it anyway. No. Most of it just poured down his beard. I'm pretty sure they would have done that once, and so I doubt he drank any of it anyway. So you might as well just use whatever's going to look good on camera. That's the other reason you would switch it up is if it doesn't look good on camera because some things that in real life don't really look. The way they do on camera, like you know, whenever you watch a commercial for uh, for like a restaurant and you see like a, a roasted chicken that looks like it's been cooked to perfection, it's like, it's like varnish they put on. They paint the thing with varnish. It's not really. It's not chicken. Well, it's a chicken, but it's usually it's not. They, they paint it with uh, with varnish, varnish to make it give them that right that perfect Can golden you look. Eat varnish? No, it would kill you. It's like what they put on wood. Yeah. It's like this. Yeah, you see this wood? That's how you make a wood stain. It's toxic. But they do that to make... Um, it's sticky. I was once on a... I used to do a lot of work in commercials. And one time I was a shoot for a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh-huh. KFC. And so what they do is they have a certain chicken there. And they and they want it to make it look perfect. They want to make it look like it's, it's, it's camera ready. It's like the most perfect piece of KFC chicken. Okay. And so they had taken this piece and they stuck it full of pins and whatnot to make oh. like the legs stick out in the right way and make things stick oh. out and just look perfect, right? The other mistake this production did was that KFC, to like reward the crew and thank them, is they had like all you could eat KFC all day in this one truck off the set, which everyone loved and was great. But then one person, one of the PAs, just walked through the set and saw this like perfect piece of chicken and oh, didn't no. realize it wasn't it had the pins in it had the pins and took a bite out of it and then all of a sudden stabbed the inside of his mouth whoa that really happened that really happened oh man uh and anyway 
There's another he topic. Died. No, he didn't die. He just he got. It didn't hurt him that bad. It was fine. It was, we, we had an onset medic. He was fine. Uh, another, but another similar was that when you look at like say a chocolate bar, we had another situation where um, we were doing a Kit Kat commercial, and so when they open up these uh, those cho- when they have those chocolate bars and you see a chocolate bar with a wrapper on, usually they don't have all the extra information that wrappers really have. Like if you just look at the commercial, it's not quite the same wrapper. Like the colors are brighter, more vibrant, and so and these oh, yeah. these. These wrappers, these packages, are especially made, and they're very, very expensive. They cost like up to ten thousand dollars a wrapper because they're they're almost like hand painted. These things, right? Yeah. And so usually you have one or two of those, especially if they're opening them on camera. You might have a second one if you're lucky. So we were sitting, we were down in the the fake subway in Toronto. They have a second subway underneath Bay Station where you can shoot inside there. And we we're doing a commercial. It's like three o'clock in the morning, and the the director and the producers are all sitting around talking. And the art director comes over to show the director this hero, this $10,000 chocolate bar to make sure he approves of it and how it looks. And they just hand it to him in the middle of this conversation. He's like, oh, thanks. He rips it open thinking it's an actual chocolate bar. And so then they, now they had one take. Luckily, they had a backup that day. Sometimes you wouldn't. So they, uh, there was a large argument over, over the fact that the art director should have told him that it was the real one. But he's like, I didn't want to interrupt oh you. God. You were talking. It was, anyway, it was very funny. Wow. Glad it wasn't me. Uh, commercials. All right. Any final thoughts, guys? Uh, no. No final I, thoughts for Annie. I never want to eat a chocolate bar again. Oh yeah, that's that's what you walk away from there. No. Jackson, final thoughts. No. You liked it. I mean, you liked it the most out of everyone. No, I loved it, furry head. You're just all over the place. I'm not trusting your opinion. <laughs> So I'm, 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 guys, I'm actually, hey, I'm asking Jackson, so let's be polite and listen to Jackson. What? Do you have any final thoughts, Jackson? No. No. What, what did He-Man say when he lifted up the sword at the end? Uh, I have the power of Grayskull. The power of Grayskull, that's He-Man's... Does that incite powers? I think that's, he gets the power... When By he saying does that, that? In, in the in the cartoon, yeah, that's he's he transforms from his uh, alter ego Adam, um, right? Yeah, into He Man, but they didn't have that in the movie at all. No, he was just always He Man the whole time. All right, well, thanks for coming over, guys. Thanks for having us. That was fun. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Thanks for joining us for Master of the Universe. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things to let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. Check me out on Twitter, at Lon Jeremy. Go to Facebook for Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.